Welcome back to Point of View. Recently I had an amazing conversation with a young man by the name of King. He started his own preparatory school for young men down in Albany, Georgia. It is a fascinating story. Check this out. Our communities are being plagued by death. Our young men are falling by the wayside. They're becoming dead mentally, and a lot of them physically. They're becoming a modern-day Lazarus. But as one scripture says, it took one man to stand up and say, Lazarus? Yes, sir. Lazarus? Yes, sir. Come forth. Every time I hear that clip, I get like the goosebumps about we are not victims. We are victors. So I want to share with you a little bit of this interview. We're going to play more, more of it for you throughout the week. But here's a short clip from our interview. King Randall the first with the X for Boys program that is doing just amazing, amazing things for young men down in Albany, Georgia. So, King, first and foremost, I mean, God bless you and thank you for joining us today. And thank you for what you're doing, man. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here and I appreciate this opportunity. Yes, sir. What was your inspiration? What was the impetus for you to go, hey, I've got to put this prep school together and the impact that you're making? Uh, absolutely. Um, where, where I live in Albany, Georgia, um, the crime rate uh, has been extremely high for the past few years, um, especially with uh, young men um, and seeing the lack of uh, rehabilitation programs uh, in the city of Albany, um, going to different um, stop the violence events, et cetera. I felt like we should actually get out and try to actually help the children like that we were talking about um, because we could say so much about the youth and what they're doing. But um, just like the rapper under 3000 says, how are you going to tell a young man selling's a sin and you're not offering new ways to win? Um, so that's what I believe in specializing in fighting for young black men before they die. Um, I definitely feel like uh, what we're doing right now um, is is benefiting uh, our community. And I got the inspiration just by seeing, you know, what we needed in our community. So I started doing different field trips uh, with young men around the community. That's the first thing I started doing. I started taking them to different museums and teaching them about their history, uh, et cetera. And then fast forward, I started doing different uh, workshops. I started teaching um, young men how to work on cars, changing brakes, changing oil, uh, changing alternators, uh, et cetera. Um, then I got into construction workshops. We taught the boys how to change ceiling fans, change toilets, um, doing sheetrock, flooring, uh, you name it. Uh, we were teaching the boys all these things, but to see the young men actually want to learn and want to get out of their conditions, um, that's the beautiful thing. And that's what made me really go hard for what I was trying to do, seeing the young men wanting to be out of their conditions and wanting to learn, you know, but they're, they're needing a space to learn. So I decided. There's a lot more to that conversation. If you want to see that interview in its entirety, just go to our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash POV now. Also had a fantastic conversation with Brie Langamo. She runs really the entrepreneurial program at Concordia College. She's got a special event coming up on Wednesday with the Fargo-Moorhead West Fargo Chamber called Leading with the Entrepreneurial Mindset. Great course, great conversation. Here is our interview. The Fargo-Moorhead West Fargo Chamber on April 21st. It's got a great event called Leading with an Entrepreneurial Mindset. You can see here is also our guest. Bree Langamo. She's the Director of Entrepreneurship and Assistant Professor of Law and Entrepreneurship at Concordia College. Bree, it's great to have you with us. 
Um, so let's just start with a basic question. What is leadership with an entrepreneurial mindset? Thank you, Chris. It's a pleasure to be with you today. I am so excited for this chamber talk next week on leading with an entrepreneurial mindset. Entrepreneurship starts with leadership. And I think in today's rapidly changing world, an entrepreneurial mindset is essential for individuals and organizations to adapt and thrive. And so we'll be talking about what is an entrepreneurial mindset. We'll be redefining entrepreneurship in a way that we can all embrace. And we'll be talking about uh, the entrepreneurial process. So I'm curious, like an entrepreneurial mindset, one, how would you define that? And two, this is, a, I think, a fascinating question. Are entrepreneurs born or are they made? That's a great question, Chris. Uh, I think that we can all be cultivating our entrepreneurial mindset and that we continue to do so throughout life. Uh, entrepreneurial mindset at the core belief of it is really that it's our responsibility to align our unique skills, interests, and abilities with the needs of others to find ways to create value and to be useful in the world. I want to talk about the class a little more in a moment, but you and I had a chance to visit earlier this week, and you said something to me that I just thought was so powerful when, um, I don't remember what led into it, but we were talking about entrepreneurship as a whole, and you said, hey, Chris, one of the things that we do to really shift the mindset for people is rather than fall in love with your project or your business, fall in love with the problem. What? Tell me more about that. Yeah, so don't fall in love with the solution, fall in love with the problem. You know, oftentimes we jump so quickly to the solution to a problem without thoroughly investigating the problem itself and engaging our problem finding skills. So we really need to understand the problem because oftentimes we make assumptions about what we think the problem is that we're trying to solve. And when we get out and talk to people, key stakeholders, who we might be trying to solve the problem for, uh, we often learn quite a bit. And so we can't skip past that first phase of understanding the problem before we get to the solution. And then we look for a problem solution fit that hopefully creates value and is useful. So I love that because it's almost like you're reverse engineering the business by saying, okay, I, and if you don't mind, if you've got maybe an example of like, hey, Chris, I had a student that thought there was this problem. They went out and I don't know if they do interviews or how they go through this, but then they discovered, oh, wait a second, this was really the problem. And then how did they reverse engineer their business around it to solve that? And like you said, add value. Yeah. So a great example that we had recently in the entrepreneurial mindset class at Concordia College, uh, students try to solve all kinds of different problems. Some are, you know, some of the biggest challenges of our time and other are just, you know, frustrating events that occur in their life on campus. And so one of them was during COVID uh, dining services uh, had switched to uh, containers of food and they were frustrated that they couldn't get more than one uh, box of soup or one container of food. And so they went out and started talking to college students and college students on campus said, we don't really see this as a problem. What's more concerning is that uh, we're concerned about the waste. And so we'd like to see more sustainability. So the problem actually became came around, you know, how could we make it more green? And that actually led to real progress on campus of adopting the green to go box, which was already occurring in one part of campus, but not in our uh, main dining hall. So they were able to advocate and move that forward. That's so great. So now there's this new sort of program on campus because of your class and these students. They were able to push that forward. It had been going on for some time, but they weren't really aware that it was a solution occurring in one part. And so it's something that I think will continue post-COVID as well. 
So let's maybe take this. And I want to, again, I want to get to your class, but I love this conversation. So if, if someone's an employee right now and they're at work and maybe they're, I don't know, maybe they're coming to work and feeling like, yeah, okay, I'm here. Like any suggestions on ways to reframe them, reframe them to look for ways to add more value and, and create a better work environment for themselves? You know, a couple of years ago, I saw a statistic that was alarming to me that 87% of employees in the world aren't engaged in their work. And I thought, well, if we flip that on its head, you know, if we reverse that, how much human potential we would have. Uh, I think if we give employees the opportunity to have more autonomy and more ability to micro experiment in their roles, uh, and allow failure and learning to occur and give employees the opportunity to start taking ownership of their work, then we can see tremendous innovation that can occur, value add. I've seen this occur in communities and organizations around the United States when they adopt an entrepreneurial mindset and truly impactful outcomes. All right, let's talk about this course that's coming up because I do want to give people a chance to sign up. It's with the Chamber. Um, you can see here it's Wednesday, uh, April 21st at 11.30 a.m. It is going to be hybrid, so if you want to go out, uh, it's going to be at the Doubletree by Hilton uh, over in West Fargo. Is that right? That's right. So you can go attend live, but also you can join virtually as well. So you know as well as anybody else, if you're in business today, in sales, whatever, life is busy. Why should someone give you 90 minutes of their time and be part of this course? You know, I think it's absolutely essential right now that people are leading with an entrepreneurial mindset. We're seeing huge shifts in, um, you know, automation and this new world of work and kind of dynamic work environment that we're in that it's critical to me that we think with an entrepreneurial mindset. But I don't think everyone understands what it means to be entrepreneurial. And my session will explain that. You know, you, you kind of read my mind because I was going to ask you the way that you reverse engineer it. And I think it's so necessary for people to be more entrepreneurial today. Why is there, I don't want to say lack of, but maybe maybe not as prominent of an I, entrepreneurial mindset maybe as you would assume there could be or should be? That's a good question, Chris. I, I think maybe it's a lack of understanding. Entrepreneurship's not a very relatable word, uh, so people don't connect <laughs> to it. It has to be redefined in a way that everyone can embrace. And so I, I'll talk about that in my, my talk next week as well. I think we can learn a lot from entrepreneurs, their ability to recognize opportunities and solve problems and create value in the world. And we can do that whether we work in a, a profit, nonprofit, government, academic role. Um, take us inside some of your students' minds for a moment, because, you know, there's a lot of people out there you talk to uh, in some generations. That are, they're, they're concerned about the future of America. So give us some hope. What, what do you see from your students as far as being entrepreneurs, solving problems, making the world better? I, I'm an optimist at heart. So I think it's a very, very exciting time, even with automation. Yes, some jobs will go away, but new jobs will be created. And a lot of that will come from human innovation and, and great ideas around what we do to create them. There is um, a lot of talk around uh, human skills, leveraging human skills in automation can kind of take up the technical uh, work that we see, but that human skills will be more important than ever. And I would say human skills are entrepreneurial skills. You have to have empathy, vulnerability to go out and micro experiment um, and ability to advocate and implement new ideas. Great stuff. Uh, Brie, I'll give you the last word. Anything else you want to add or share that I haven't asked you? Please join me next week. I'm excited to bring this to the community. My role isn't just internal at Concordia, it's external as well. So I'm very excited to share. 
So I guess then you're saying, hey, maybe there's a course or something that somebody could take with you if they wanted to become more entrepreneurial, even outside of Concordia? Absolutely. If they're interested in more thought leadership, professional development, certification training, Concordia is here to support you. I absolutely love that. Uh, all right. So thank you very much. Again, we want to remind you it's Wednesday, April 21st, 1130 a.m. It starts. You can go to the Double Tree by Hilton in West Fargo if you want to be there live. Also, you can do it virtually as well. Just Google Fargo Moorhead West Fargo Chamber leading with an entrepreneurial mindset. You'll find this link and you can register there. And Bree, thank you for all the great things you're doing. We look forward to having you back on in the future. Okay. Thank you, Chris. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. All right. Stay with us. We got a lot more coming up here on Point of View. As always, please share your point of view with us. Great to hear. Entrepreneurial mindset, I think, is fascinating. I love the way that Bree breaks it down with, hey, fall in love with the problem and then reverse engineer, if you will the solution and or your business model. So great stuff there. Stick around. we got much more coming up. Please share your point of view with us. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.